0: soccer talk number six my name is Nestor. i'm here with henry and uh we're just two guys two mics and two pints and uh we're here to talk some football what's up henry chilling man chilling just
1: uh you know gradually taking in uh this week and the heat we're experiencing here in LA but the games have kind of slowed down so things have gotten kind of slow and boring for us you know we got we're resorting to watching MLS man MLS and, and I'm gonna throw in Liga at Mekis oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. to <laughs> get back at him? but no Uh, yeah it's it's been a uh, you know a cool week though it's it sucks though we, we were spoiled watching like games every day in three different leagues four different leagues and now you know the prem is done the, the la liga is done which for me are the two best leagues and now we're just watching yeah mls liga MX, uh the final stages of uh the Serie A. but uh congratulations to juventus their ninth title in a row the, are they the Italian Byron? would you say? The,
0: that's exactly how I would put it. It's kind of turned boring, but it's exciting because Atalanta is playing excellent football. They're playing eye-pleasing football. Hell Lazio yeah. is going to, getting up there with Sido Immobile, who's turned to be a revelation. You you mentioned earlier he was kind of a journeyman, yeah. going from club to club every year, and now he's really stamped his mark. Happy for him, really. Yeah, yeah and uh, he's, he's cutting into the... Uh, uh, into the goal scoring record of, of Italy. I think he's one goal away.
1: Yeah, one goal away, one goal shy in uh, oh, thirty four. At thirty four with uh you know the, the the firepower that exists right now in Syria. I mean Ronaldo, Iguain, Dybala, you could you could just go on. There's so many great strikers Lautaro. in the league. Lautaro, Lukaku, it's just Zlatan.
0: Yeah, Zlatan uh, is, I mean it's just so Zlatan many. actually just to cut you off for a quick second, yeah. fifty goals for both Milan clubs the man has... Only guy to do it, yeah. The man is a mercenary, but 50 <laughs> goals for two different high-profile clubs. It's got to mean something. But uh, anyway, carry on with the... No, yeah, that's surely... That's a great point. I forgot to mention
1: that, yeah. They're, um, I mean, forgot it's a, Papu Gomez. Papu Gomez, who I'm going to mention a little bit later. He's probably one of my favorite players in the league, just because he's not that well-known. And he's in the later stages of his career. He's a hipster. Yeah, almost. I'm a hipster. A yeah. hipster. I am. I like the cult heroes. You He's know? wearing a Guardiola España shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you probably won't see many people rocking that. And and But to get back to the point, though, I mean... I, I like players like that because they don't get the recognition. They don't have the big sponsor deals. So if you, if you know, anybody who loves the game and just has a tangible eye for that will pick up on the players who, who do a lot of the work that, you know, doesn't always get reflected. Um, like a David Silva, sometimes you could say, you know, he does the little things right. But to stay on Syria, I mean, um, yeah, big ups to Ciro Immobile. I mean, he's always been massive even for the national team. But he's, he's always struggled to get into that a1 list of strikers and this has been the year where he's crept into that conversation someone's gonna overpay for him i think it's possible i mean it's just he's kind of up there in age but i could see it happening and it's a great opportunity for for him to go for that last big payday how old is he uh let's see actually it's double check um i know he's been at Lazio now since 2016 and he's been like we said a journeyman um but you know with with that, sometimes it, it can only help a player because you got a lot of experience. He's played in, uh, in in uh, Germany,
0: Italy, Spain. I mean, the guy he's he's well he's well acclimated. Yeah, he's I say. thirty, so he's up there, but. You know, with with a goal tally like that, someone's gonna overpay for him for sure. For
1: sure has at least two, three, no, maybe even four good seasons at the top level if he can
0: stay. The Italians healthy. tend to age pretty well.
1: Yeah. Uh shout all out to Fra- Francesco boys. Totti, who's had an amazing career at Roma and retired a few years ago. But um, Sanetti uh, honorary Italian, you know, yeah.
0: lasted forever.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of in their in their DNA, their isn't it?
0: Yeah. It is uh, in their DNA, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. Uh, what has been, like, your favorite team or player to watch in the Serie A? Because that's what's really the theme of this show, I'd say, today. I
0: mean, it's one of the only great leagues still going right now. Well, going back, um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod before, but Juventus has always been the team that I follow. I have My first hmm. shirt, uh, my first football shirt ever was a, was a Juventus shirt, you know, the old one with the fast web, you know, back when Edgar Davids, uh, Goggle, man. Uh, you yeah. know, Pavel Nedved, Del Piero, uh, David Trezeguet. So that's always been the team that I that I focus on mostly. I know right now it's like a sleeper, like a boring sort of team to mm-hmm. watch because they're just dominating every year. But <laughs> you know that's that's quote that's unofficially my team. But uh, I'm interested in all the other players that the that the other teams are coming up with. I mean, Inter has a has an amazing history. So surely, yeah. So yeah, it's just been inter- entertaining to watch, really, especially with the lull that we have in games now. We like you said, we were spoiled. So. Yeah, uh, it, it, I'm slowly watching it more, but maybe next season I'll definitely keep a, a you know a more close eye on it.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a I don't know. It's just and I, I was telling you this previously. Like for me, Syria just. Um, is up there with the, with the most competitive leagues right now, just one through eight. And even some of the teams that have dwindled down to the bottom of the table, but are still on paper really good. I'd say uh, they're the, they're the third best league for sure. Yeah. Now, now without a doubt, there's a moment where people are like, no, uh, might give that to Germany. Might give that to France. No, I think right now it's surely serious, you know, uh, by, by and large. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, like we said, a uh, uh England is is finished up. Um, It's been finished up for for a little while now, Um, as far as the champion goes. Right. This week we've we've got a final tally of who's making Europe and who's getting relegated, Mm -hmm. and a couple of couple of records were either broken or matched. So let's start off with with your guy, man. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin, Kevin De Bruyne, the the Belgian, the brilliant Belgian.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll be the first to tell you he 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 technically in my eyes has the record. He had a few uh, assists that didn't get registered because of deflections, and I don't really like that rule. I'll tell you why because players sometimes score goals and the, the ball takes defle- deflection off a defender yeah. or off a goalie it still counts but for an assist it doesn't and um, there's this one really good cross he had against Arsenal and um, it skims the defender's leg as it goes into the box and it still even kind of keeps the same trajectory but since it touched them they didn't register that assist where Raheem Sterling just taps it in as he normally does but um, yeah no, nonetheless 20, 20 assists is a massive feat and he matches a legend matches a legend and a guy and he, he, he really looks up to him because he, he even spent time with him on the national team when uh, Thierry terry henry was one of the staff members as an assistant coach that's right yeah. i think it's uh it's a great day for for english football when you have uh, a player match those statistical heights that have been reached by one of the greatest players to ever grace the league right and um De Bruyne is just he's uh he's so special just as much class. Yeah, just as much class. Relatively humble. I mean, he can get a little uh, fiery at times, but relatively humble guy
0: uh, and I always wonder why people love that in players. And yeah. that always goes back to the debate of uh, Messi and Ronaldo where oh yeah. Messi's the quiet humble <laughs> one and uh, Ronaldo's flashy and he's taking the shirt off and he has like these amazing abs. Yeah. But Messi just keeps his head down. I wonder why people are more drawn to that. It's it's I always kind of bothered me like why yeah. is that a same thing with like, I know this is way off topic, but like Kanye West and stuff. He's yeah, like, yeah oh, no, he's not no. humble. <laughs> you know, it's. It, 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 I know it's a whole different conversation. I, I, I like flashiness to be fair. Yeah. But
1: Sometimes it's just it's nice to see because like you, it's it's cool. Like you expect him with the skill he has for him to be cocky and flashy. Like I would if I could if I could pin a pass eighty yards and curve it around three defenders the way he does. Uh, I'd I'd be cocky as hell. But he, the the fact that he's not and he's so nonchalant about it it's just a different a different kind of gravy for me but i can't say enough good things about him but congrats for breaking or matching a, matching a record. great record and, and
0: it it was a lot of speculation that he would that he would uh, break it actually yeah yeah, yeah. I'd be interested to see how many of Henri's uh, assists weren't registered as well. That That's a great two. question. Yeah. yeah, and did did they have VAR to take a few away as well? Yeah. Ah, oh, nah, wow. Nah, it's <laughs> a little, little huh? <laughs> nah, <it's> <laughs> we can talk about VAR
1: more in our in our VAR minute <laughs> later on. We all yeah, VAR is a weekly thing now, yeah, fellas. I'm yeah, sorry about that. Be, it yeah. has to be. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of assists, um, Trent Arnold Alexander uh, uh, broke his own record for the most uh, assists for a defender, which That's is pretty impressive. significant. Yeah, uh, I,
1: well, it's thirteen. I think it's 14 now. 14? And okay. in, uh, uh not to cut you off, but Andy Robertson has 13 just behind him. So it really just talks about the system that Klopp has and yeah. the way he uses inverted wingers and whatnot.
0: We're in the wingback era, though. This is the wingback yeah, it, era, this, yeah. This is, uh, this is a relatively new, a new position yeah. where your, your wingers are are storming up and you have the the fifth defender falling back to cover that position right Trent Arnold is they're comparing his services to David Beckham which to be fair is is a apt is an apt comparison he's just got he's got a glove he's just guiding it with his hand it's got a wonderful spin on it Um, great power yeah he finds a lot of players and he there's criticism though because he's he's uh he's throwing in a ton of uh, crosses everything. He's game. a cross merchant. He, he's a cross, but <laughs> but uh, to that to that point, you do see De Bruyne miss a lot of passes when he tries to force it in. to right. tries to force that that uh, thread into the needle, mm-hmm. when it doesn't always. So you know those they can be compared in that instance where they're they're trying over and over and over again, right. and you, you know you get one a game, two a game, and it all adds up. Um, but he's. He's one of the best wing backs of of today. I'd say he's the best at the moment, for and, sure. And he's only getting better. Yeah. Obviously, for if you compare just the strict assist numbers, which I'm not a I'm not a numbers guy, but there there's some merit to that. He's
1: amazing at crosses, but he's just as good at set pieces. Um, you know, I'm he saying he scored a free kick against yeah. uh, Chelsea. Exactly. That's that's what I was gonna say. It's just the fact that he can also bang in free kicks like. The most skillful midfielder in the England national team is impressive, and even though he plays for a bitter rival, I have to respect him and and uh, congratulations to him as well because that's probably the toughest position, along with like center back who center backs who hardly get assists like to get assists from. It's
0: really impressive. So yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, you know, and was, uh, a funny little tidbit leading up to that free kick was mm-hmm. when uh, Frank uh, Lampard was giving uh, when he. he he had a little tiff with the with the coaching staff of the uh, of the Liverpool side. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they were calling for a, a foul, and they were just being a little, uh, I guess, a little too much for it. Right, And right. he was upset, and he was he was uh, yelling out a bunch of shit for them to, towards them, mm-hmm. um, talking about how they didn't, um, they've never won a, a a championship before, and they need to act like it or something. <laughs> He's like, right, calm down, calm down. Weren't, <laughs> weren't they the beneficiary of a of a call in the very next game yeah yeah it's it's funny to so me though. it's like you know you you're, you're you're stirring the pot for no reason like you know just calm down a little bit you, yeah you're a little bitter they they got handled they did they were losing three nil at the moment when yeah. that exchange happened so yeah it just tells you a lot <laughs> yeah and then uh chelsea goes on and goes to qualify so before we get into the qualifications um Anything else that we need to talk about De Bruyne and Trent Arnold? I think uh, they're I think they're easily on team on anyone's team of the year. Yeah, for especially sure. for even la, for for Premier League. Yeah,
1: per, Premier League for sure. And and I think possibly globally you can put them in there. T- just two of uh, England's brightest stars at the moment, and you know there's a few others in the league, but those guys are are uh, leading the line. I head say and, head and shoulders above the competition. Yeah. Oh wait, did did I mention Henderson as well? Or
0: oh, uh, we'll talk. Yeah, uh, um, <laughs> um, the. Uh,
1: what is it the FWA? The Football's Writers Association's Player of the Year was was given to oh Captain my captain. Come on. I and I'm mm-hmm. a to sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. That's so bogus to me. I don't I don't buy it, but
0: you know, I get it. Now he plays in one of those in one of those positions that's not going to get a lot of attention. It's not it's not glamorous. Mm-hmm. He he does a lot of dirty work. He's obviously a good leader. Right. But for him to be Given that award, the Player of the Year. Yeah. Uh, well, where do we Where
1: do we get that from? For me, I, I see where it comes from, and it listen from a trajectory. Where does it come from? For, Explain that. Yeah, for me, the trajectory of of, of being a professional athlete in england and a soccer player seeing the way that he's come from a club like sunderland got signed to liverpool made it through some tough years and eventually is part of a, a I premier
0: league <laughs> sure
1: there you go a, a premier league winning team i'm sure he never saw that in his life so i feel like that resonates a lot with the the english writer the english um you know the English homeland. Let's
0: not ignore there's, the bias. There's there's, uh, a, like there's of, a bias of being of being a, a countryman,
1: a countryman, a Liverpool player, which is one of the best. Last year, highest. countryman won the FWA award as well. Yeah, to be fair, but I mean there was statistical back backup for that award at least. This year, I mean if you look at stats, this guy was wasn't that great. Um, but I get it. He's a captain on the Premier League winning team.
0: Um, I think this goes back to, to last to week when we yet. were talking about how how um, the Ballon d'Or is canceled and how a lot of people were claiming that that um, uh, Lewandowski. Lewandowski deserves it. And then we were talking about how, it, how maybe Messi or Benz had a shot at it as well. And then you have to go by the narrative. And if you go strictly by the narrative of the champions, and then uh, Liverpool won the Champions League last season, you know people are kind of looking at that as well do i agree absolutely not there's there's nothing to tell me that jordan henderson was even the best player on his on his own club right um so is that is it a robbery <laughs> I, I i still think i still think it is man i think uh, it's
1: way too biased i think it's biased and uh, i think there's actually other players on that team who could have won it before him so if trent arnold trent arnold mm-hmm. sadio mane um, not Salah this year Van Dijk didn't have his best year so it's really it would have to be Trent or Sadio for me and then Henderson has has a claim but um, listen I think KDB deserved it um, you know matching a record also having a bunch of goals with not many penalties 13, 13 goals 13 goals and he only started taking penalties after COVID protocol so it's not like he was stat padding. Uh, he missed some parts, uh, some parts of the season due to injury, and still managed to to get his stats that good. So I think I thought he deserved it. And if not him, um, I guess you could give it to Vardy maybe for for getting the goal scorer of the year, even though they, they kind of bottled it, you know. Yeah, and we'll but, talk about that. Later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, that's that's I think that's it
0: on that. I mean, uh, the prem. No, that's not the official player of the season from the premier league no, so no. We'll, I think, we'll see what happens after yeah. that if they give it to him then then, then, uh, then we can I'll uh, I'll pull out the pitch pitchforks yeah, yeah straight
1: up uh, i think kdb should, should win that hope i mean i think he'll win that it's
0: pretty it's pretty uh mm-hmm. unanimous at this point yeah i think so i mean it
1: would be daylight robbery right if they don't give that i mean
0: yeah yeah of course it's like when uh oscar deloya beat up uh, felix Trinidad. And he <laughs>
1: lost. Yeah. That's, oh, that's
0: another story. That's that's for another time, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Premier League, anyone that surprised you that made it to champions? Or, or or rather, did anyone surprise you that got relegated or that didn't get relegated? Uh, Norwich have, was having an amazing season uh, at the
1: start. Uh, they looked like one of the best teams in the league. They even beat City, I remember, or tied us. I believe they beat us, though and um they started really strong and they faltered all the way to the bottom they're getting relegated sorry guys i hope i hope you guys have a good uh you know time in the championship and can come back up they just signed sebastian soto a u.s international striker uh who's 18 years old but um yeah that was a team that that for me started really strong and then faltered um surprising team that made it into champions league qualifying is united for me i didn't i didn't think they had that in them especially if you saw the first half of the season
0: yeah they're surprising that they even made it to third place yeah yeah but they had an amazing second half and that's that's a huge part of how much Bru- is Bruno? Bruno is oh yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say Bruno's, he plays into that, right? He, he's he's so good, Mister uh, Robin Gibb 2.0. He's Bruno Fernandez. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's get that out of here for a second. <laughs> no, he he really, really uh, got the offense flowing. He's he's tricky in that he he's sort of a swinging type of uh midfielder but yeah. he gives a lot of relief to pogba and Pogba's allowed to do his thing yeah he's willing uh, to have a go at the ball too from distance and yeah that's a big, big yeah t- he, 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 he's not shy about kicking and that's that's probably one of his main criticisms that he's a little too uh trigger happy <laughs> yeah he's a little too trigger happy with the ball um past the 18 yard box but you know he, you know he he had a pretty good amount of assists he basically turn that team around he makes a soul skier look good
1: yeah and he's he's cleaned his his act up to be fair i think i mean he's a great man manager but there has to be some tactics that he's implemented over the covid break and even prior that has been working out uh, as opposed to the first half of the season so
0: yeah my respect because i didn't think he was going to make it to the end of the season figuring out yeah for sure yeah figuring out the, the attacking situation and giving uh, Mason Greenwood the green light to be yeah. his a- ambipedal self um, because he's playing on both sides, and then figuring out how to pair Rashford and Martial, who, in my opinion, are one of the most dangerous duos in in all of uh, football. Sure. Um, they so yeah, they, they 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 surprised a lot. Um, you know, they were down they were down 15 points uh, at one point from. 15 or 14 points. I don't remember the exact figure from Leicester, who was uh, in third. And they were actually, Leicester was actually competing with uh, Manchester City. At one point, yeah. At one point, And they were looking really good. Vardy was scoring all the time again. And all of a sudden, they just had a dip, like a, a crazy dip in form. Yeah. They, came, they played like shit after the, the COVID break. Mm-hmm. And they find themselves out of Champions League they're our bottlers of the year i think that's a good shout i mean they it's you know what i'll tell you this i it's hard for me to
1: label them as that just because before covid they were actually pretty solid post covid they're one of the teams that came out really poor wolves you could even throw them in there a bit they dropped a lot of points they did yeah uh, you yeah. know teams of that nature but yeah, they 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 could you could throw them up in there because for them being in Champions League was very meaningful and now they're not there. They're in Europa, which is still Europe, but not the same caliber. Is it? It's just it doesn't have the same. Yeah, no, we don't or, talk about it the same way. No, no, and it's played on Thursday. You have that disadvantage of having to worry about your league game in two in two days, three days, whatever it may be. Yeah. So yeah, man, um, you that's a
0: good shot. I'd say for sure. Bottlers. So, next. Um Chelsea, by the, <laughs> by the uh, their, uh, by whatever luck or effort they made it into Champions League, mm-hmm. they had to they had to win the last game and then United had to beat uh, they had to beat uh, Leicester, which right. is exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, right? Yeah, by the skin of their teeth, they, despite all their flaws, they're actually a pretty good team and they're set. For next be, season. Yeah. They're set to be one of the more dangerous teams uh, of the season. I don't know if I have faith in them because there's, it's going to be a complete overhaul. Um, and they have Bayern coming up. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's easy. They're money. down three to zero. Nah, I'm kidding, <laughs> On the yeah. road, yeah, and a well rested Byron at that. A I mean, well rested Byron. yeah. What? how much will but, that play? Yeah. Into, you know, it's like, I,
0: I'm not a really big fan of of huge breaks, and you know, you're caught cold, you're caught flat footed. Yeah, so you're still training, but there's not the same. It's not the same as as being. Uh, you know, match fit. I think the best break in football is when you have like a week, like a, a six, seven
1: day period. Cause when you play every four days, that that can be taxing. But you get a week, you recover well, you prep, and yeah. you're still kind of tapered you're down you're to a little fresh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any, so any
0: lingering little, yeah, nagging little injuries. It's like say away. like
1: when like when your team gets el- eliminated from champions, and now they're only playing the league, and then they have only play once a week. Like they they play hella good, in my opinion. but yeah. You know, that's it's relative. It can be different for different teams. Age plays a role.
0: But but, which which yeah. is actually uh, what I wanted for Arsenal. Again, I, I, I like Arsenal. I watch them uh, peripherally. Um, I didn't want them to qualify for Europe at all because they, ha- <laughs> they have to not, – not, not, not to shit on them, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, they, they don't have the team. They don't have the depth to be competing midweek and then trying to secure a, at least a top-four spot in yeah. the Premier League. Arsenal, to me, is, is kind of like that girl who's still trying to figure herself
1: out, you know? Like, they don't have an identity yet, but they're kind of building it. They're almost there. And, and she's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? There's potential. So that's where I see Arsenal right now. And I think what you meant, what you mentioned there is true because I think they need, like, a one-year hiatus mm-hmm. to really, yeah. you know, get the squad uh, reinforced and, and stuck to a good game, game plan. And they have a great coach to do that. I think Arteta's...
0: Yeah, he's one proven of the most he's a, respected minds in all of football.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, not in the prem, especially for the fact that he's played there and I he mean, really understands. to him for advice. Oh, Pep has always gone to him. He's like the reason why I brought him onto my team when he first hired him on as an assistant team, uh, assistant manager. He's like, I really wanted somebody who has a great feel of the league, Um and and I think it it, pr- it proved itself in the end. He was really um, you know pivotal for us. Uh, in, in terms of getting the hundred points and the back-to-back titles, but yeah, man, uh, I think for Arsenal, it's kind of good they missed out. Um, going forward, I think they're probably good candidates to make
0: it in the following season. Yeah, and they're pending just a few seasons. The, the. the well, we'll talk about the rumored, uh, the rumored transfers and uh, players they're targeting in a bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I think they're benefiting from from not being in in uh, Europe at all. Um, you know, we'll. I don't. I don't doubt that they'll be there soon. They they have a few bright spots. Bellerin has always been one of my one of my favorite players. One of my favorite right backs. He's solid. Uh, Pacey. I'm I'm loving what what Ceballos brought to the team this season. And like I said last time, uh, whatever uh, Madrid is is uh, dropping his price to I think it is worth for for Arsenal. And it looks like they're going to keep bombing. Nice. So so yeah, we'll talk about their transfer stuff later. And Sheffield United, man the revelation. They broke even on the goal difference, though, but they were, were, you know, you hear Sheffield United, it's like, oh, that's a relegation battling team.
1: Yeah, it's a, I mean.
0: Top top 10. Top
1: 10. uh, Massive credits to Chris Wilder, done an amazing job with quite a limited squad. They don't have many big names. Probably their player of the season for me would probably be Basham, the center back, who has made it onto a lot of people's team of the seasons for Premier League. Um, Probably a guy who we can possibly see go to a bigger club because he's shown that he's
0: kind of a wall back there and um yeah, that's the thing with with these clubs that, that are surprising. They they'll always have two or three good players that, that get poached pretty Van, quickly. Van Dijk had an amazing season at Southampton,
1: and Liverpool chopped him up in, in an instant. And he's you know he didn't look well, back. The
0: rest was history. It took him a couple seasons. So. No, no, for like sure. Two or three.
1: Yeah, two yeah. or three. I mean, uh, and dude, I watched the guy's trajectory very well because back then City had another center back that they loaned out to Celtic. Uh, his name was Jason Denayer, he, and he plays for Belgium from time to time. What a name for a defender! I know, right? Denier, <laughs> Yeah, right. It's such uh, yeah, that was an ongoing joke with City fans. But he used to play with Van Dyke, and Van Dyke, both of them had kind of ponytails. Mm-hmm. So it's like I always noticed Van Dyke, and I was like, "Damn, that guy's good." Oh, so he's owned by Southampton. Uh, well, that's you know that's pretty significant. And then eventually Southampton brings him back after an amazing season at Celtic, and then eventually ends up at Liverpool, and probably the best defender we've seen in the, in in all leagues for the past five seasons, I'd say.
0: Hmm. Hmm that's a that's that's quite a statement
1: yeah I yeah. mean it's it's pretty yeah. crazy right to how, how life comes full circle for defenders or for any player really but but yeah man
0: yeah that's quite a statement I'm not sure I agree with that but I'm just kidding uh, he, he's I mean, a great defender man maybe maybe not five years maybe like the last three years I'd say yeah yeah we'll go with that <laughs> I want to I want to make fun of uh, of uh Birmingham for a second. Ah, uh, <laughs> so hey so. Jude. <laughs> <laughs> they they had a
1: how old is he? I don't, I don't know how old he is. Seventeen. He's seventeen years old. Not even old enough to drink yet, the lot Well, in uh, in England isn't oh, it? Sixteen. Yeah, in England he is, huh? not yeah. here. Not here, but not yeah. not
0: in not in the U.S. He's but. not
1: even old enough to do a, like a lot of things here, huh? We're we're pretty strict here in the U.S. It's kind of shitty, but yeah. Anyways, go on. Yeah, oh, that's jubelium. a whole
0: different topic. but right? <laughs> I say that a lot, don't I? (laughs) But yeah, Jude Bellingham, Bellingham, Bellingham is seventeen years old. He plays a grand total uh, of—I don't have the actual number. It's not a lot. It's like maybe forty games. Right. Less than forty games. I don't know. I don't know. Can we get that number? Yeah, I'll get that for (laughs) you. Yeah, yeah, Jude Bellingham. (laughs) They retire his number. Yeah. Birmingham retires his his number. This is not common. Like, get this. Manchester United, legendary number seven. Real Madrid, legendary number seven. Probably Every club probably has a legendary number 10, number 11, or number seven, right. number 11, everybody. But Birmingham gets Drew Bellingham uh, transferred. They, they sell them to Dortmund. You were right, though. Yeah, 41 apps. Four 41, 41 appearances. He only played
1: one season. and But the thing is, he's 17, and they feel he's destined for greatness, so... I mean I guess man, you know what? They they must know something we don't know. They retired his number after they sell
0: him to Dortmund.
1: It's a small club mentality, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that, that that's telling yourself that hey, this is the best we're ever going to do. It's, it's kind of We're tough, not man. aspiring to, to to even make it to Champions League. We're not aspiring for for very much, but we're going to retire this kid's number. Yeah. I think it's I think it's hilarious. It is. It's funny um it's kind of
1: uh, a bit sad in a way. I mean, me and you have been—we uh, watched the uh, the Sunderland documentary, and we know what Sunderland it's like. I die. We have a, a very good insight of what it's like to be at a small club, and and that must have meant the world to them. Uh, you know, for them to have him, and now he's going to Dortmund, a big club who participates in Champions League.
0: You know, prestigious. Who club has a say. record, to be fair, of finding gems? Really, yeah. really, just top tier talent. And they sell them for huge amounts of money. Right. Um, The latest one is Sancho, but anyway, yeah, it's um, it's hilarious in that that's that's the biggest thing that your club's ever done is sold somebody. Yeah, it's been a while, dude, since I've seen
1: them any relevance from that side. Really. Um, Are uh, they are they in the championship? Um, I think they're they might be in in the. League One, but let me quickly double check that. Birmingham. They you are. know, it's you know a player that's from there is Joe Hart. Um, he was actually he's actually from Birmingham himself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, uh, Fabian Delph. So it's it's a it's a city that produces a lot of players. Mm-hmm. They just typically go, you know, to uh, other clubs, you know, for academy reasons um but yeah and he's speaking on jude bellingham specifically i you know i think he's pretty solid he has a a nice package to him can pick out a good pass for a while he was rumored to go to city but we have like such a healthy and robust uh academy that it, it just looks like they don't really have a need for him right now but um yeah it's a guy to definitely look out for probably will eventually make the national team if he keeps up the the repertoire he has now and just looking at the way things went for Sancho in Germany, I mean, you can only expect them to continue to do better there.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're, they are in the championship. He was subject to a bunch of uh, racist abuse.
1: Oh, well, see, that's yeah. and that's the thing. Um, a lot of people don't realize it, but that's pretty prevalent in Britain, especially outside of the major metropolitan cities. In There's Nara. people brexit folks the brexit folks the the fucking uh can we racist can we liken folks. them
0: to the <laughs> trump supporters to the uh yeah yeah they're trump almost support. there well, Trump, trump well, supporters
1: gonna... aren't blatant as i mean they're not as blatant as trump supporters i was gonna
0: say don't infringe on my on my rights for wearing a mask people but yeah, yeah. No, we can, yeah, we can yeah. throw them in there <laughs> i don't see color it's, it's those it's, it's those lads aren't they All but, matter.
1: yeah no i mean kudos to him i hope he does well in germany and that's sad on that man
0: yeah, yeah, it's just hilarious, and it's it's funny to make fun of that. Um, I forgot to mention while we were on uh, on Manchester City, David Silva played his last Premier League game. Should we talk about this after the Champions League, or or do we want to? Do we want to? Nah, nah. Let's let's just talk about him right
1: now. Let me get it off my chest now. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, it's just been a, it's score. been a massive pleasure, bro, for me to to wake up. 4.30 a.m. And knowing I didn't want to wake up, but I know City's playing and I watch him and he made it worth it for me uh, amongst uh, a few other players. But he's just a stand-up guy, never has a bad attitude. One of the nicest guys on the pitch and respectful. And he he's very humble. Uh, he assists so much. He he never loses the ball. He never loses the, he ball. Never loses the ball. Yeah, and um, it's been a pleasure, man. And, and beyond City... He's been amazing for Spain. He's in the top five scoring category. He's in the top five. Yeah, and really? top, yes, and top five assists. Up there with the most caps. Um, you know, he's he's just been massive for them and uh i feel like he's, part of the the world cup yeah he has a world cup medal as well um he was it was unfortunate for him he you know he couldn't get that nod a, uh, ahead of iniesta and xavi rightfully so <sighs> two are. timeless legends but i'm saying like this guy for me in in the grand scheme of things i feel like he's kind of underrated you know but i'm gonna miss him so much he was such a great player man uh the the things he would do sometimes would just be like f- like how did he do that you know like He's probably the best player I've seen in, in the Premier League who can work in a tight space. I was about to say his yeah. tight
0: control is it's,
1: just—it's it's beautiful to watch. So, exactly, it's like he—it's like he's, you know, ladling that ball on a spoon and. It's like defenders can never get to him, and that's what's always been so key for us. And I think we're going to miss him sorely when he leaves. Um, We're going to get into this later, but he's currently rumored to go to Lazio, and if he goes there, I'm so happy for him because he's still going to be in the Champions League. In the sky blue. In the sky blue, and he's going to be making a difference. So, El Mago, thank you so much. You're probably not going to listen to this, but,
0: man, this guy was amazing for me, bro. Yeah, I have a jersey from him, bro. Yeah, he's I a, always respected him. Yeah, he's just got he's got a, a style that you can't deny. He's just complete magic. Little half Japanese yeah. in him, you know. He's a wizard, man. He's he's just amazing on the ball. As much of a pain on the ass as he was on against my team, you know. You you can't deny it.
1: Right. Yeah, I got a question
0: true. though. Yeah. Aguero or Silva for best best Manchester City player that's, greatest, a, that's, greatest a, manchester that's a tough
1: question man that's a very tough one that's a very tough one but um for me uh, aguero statistically has had probably the best season any manchester city player has ever had he's our top scorer he's actually one of the best scorers ever in england but a lot of that would have would have not been possible without david silva and david silva i mean he has some of the best assist numbers in the last decade i think he has the most assists in the last decade um
0: you know, and but it, his way of making plays out of nowhere—it's it, always been. It, he has this like little turnaround move where, yeah, where he, where he he'll spins just peel and out. Yeah. He'll, yeah, he'll spin and find spaces in tight pockets, and it, it, yeah. it's, it's beautiful to see. Yeah, as a fan, as a fan of the, of the game, just
1: in general, he can do everything. He can score free kicks as well, and yeah, he's got a shot on he's him. He's been there. He, he was with us for a decade, and I think for me and a lot of City fans would agree, he's the best player City have ever had. And, yeah, just the most skillful, complete. And Aguero, I love Aguero as well. I have a signed jersey from the guy. I have his jersey. And I'm a big fan as well. But he puts the finishing buttons on on the passes that, that Silva was making for him. Or even the second, you know, as they call hockey assists. Um, nah, yeah, David Silva for me is, is. You can get a few agueros, guys who can put the ball behind the, the net. You don't get too many David Silvas who could find that needle in the haystack and just get that ball through like nobody else. So
0: I love me a through pass.
1: Oh, a through pass. And, and what I love, you know, this thing that he would do a lot is he'd do a through pass, but it was kind of with a chipped manner, so the ball had a backspin on it. Yeah. And it would just caress so perfectly for the strikers that it was on the plate. And uh, those are little things, you know, that the, the average fan will notice, but. I've watched so much David Silva. Yeah, he's for me. He's the best City player ever, and the greatest. Yeah, the greatest has to be. Even though there might be statistical elements that don't back that up, anybody who's watched City year in year out knows what knows what
0: I'm saying. No, no that's a player that you got to retire their number for.
1: Yeah, that's that's what a lot of people are saying. R- retire twenty one. Retire, retire yeah. twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, and and the cool thing is he always wore twenty one, even for Spain, even for City. So it'd be meaningful for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, you and he battled through that that situation where his child was born uh, prematurely. I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, prematurely. Middle and, of the season, right. and uh, you know, Pep
1: allowed him to go back to his family and, and be with his family for months, and and rightfully so. And he he thanked Pep a lot because he said like not a lot of managers are or even like, chairmen are willing to give players that freedom to be with their family for months. Especially on a team that's constantly, you know, pressured with Champions League, uh, you know, league, league uh, goals and stuff. Um, yeah, man, uh, tough, tough break there for David Silva, but he was able to make it out. He has a healthy young boy, and, and I'm happy for him, you know? El
0: Mago. El Mago. Yeah, man, um, anything, else, anything else you need to uh, – he's, he's tearing up right now, guys. Ah. His eyes are a little red. Yeah, sounds And no, he's, got, no. he's got pretty no. little, pretty <laughs> little eyes. He's got pretty green eyes, but he's a uh, they are red right now. <laughs> yeah, man. no but
1: uh, yeah, no. That's—that's that's all I could say on him. You know, he's just class. But yeah, you know, moving
0: on uh, on that before I get too emotional. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, just ending off with the Premier League. Um, the next season is—we is, don't have a lot of downtime. Usually, it's about like. Two months? Yeah. Two and a half months or so? It's a lot of time, yeah. Yeah. And uh, people are usually playing international yeah, games. And yeah, and then there's the international clubs where we, we miss out on the Euro. But this next season is starting on the 12th. Right. Is this enough time to rest? Is this enough time to get our players sorted out? Um, is it too soon? Are, are you even excited about it? I'm ex- I'm hella excited. But it's, it's not.
1: The clubs are going to be disadvantaged to a, a way they've never been before. I mean, it's two weeks. Usually clubs have two months to, to you know generate oh, you transfers. Oh, after Champions League. Oh, oh after champ- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. After when champs <laughs> is gonna come at a at a at a tough moment, you know. But uh, I think the the players are gonna be in good shape because you know the season's barely wrapping up right now. But um, it's strange for sure, and and but clubs are just the clubs that aren't doing well now are gonna struggle because they're if they reinforce and get new players, they're not gonna have quite the same time to acclimate them. It's going to be an interesting time. I mean, I don't know what you think on it, but it's kind of like... It's strange, but I think most clubs won't do too bad unless they really need improvements. Yeah.
0: Well, the, the, the crazy thing is when, when there's a transfer you know, situations going on, for whatever reason, the biggest clubs... And the biggest transfers are always the last minute or the last couple days. So annoying. Yeah. So so there's also not really a lot of time for them to get acclimated anyway. Mm-hmm. And right now it's it start it just started this Monday, which was the uh, the twenty uh, the twenty the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, whatever whatever yeah, day. I think it was like twenty seventh, twenty seventh, yeah. So from the twenty seventh through October first, which is larger than normal, but but yeah it's it's still the kind of the same thing where you, a lot of players don't have a whole lot of time to get acclimated before you know they're playing games and they're getting used to their teammates and the and the manager's style so i don't know if it's going to make that much difference as far as that goes mm-hmm. but but the players are definitely going to have less less of a rest time that too yeah l- less of a time to get ready and match fit for the for the upcoming season because As far as I know the the Champions League is gonna start relatively at the same pace as as other years. Yeah. Just not at the same time obviously. It's it's so weird, man, I swear. It's um, And 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 the weird thing is is that um this whole like Covid break is gonna spill into the next three, four years. Yeah. It's gonna take some time for everything to go back to adjust, yeah. To normal. I, if I, if I were them, I would just eliminate
1: international football for a while to make up for that time. But I miss international football so much because that's just and a that's so important. That's a different beast, you know. Yeah. You, I love watching Mexico, for example, for the passion they show. Teams like that, you don't get the same. Um, and yeah, because
0: they're the best team in Concacaf.
1: Yeah. No. I have to. I have to. Even though if it hurts to admit, but f- yeah, for sure. Um. I mean, you know, the U.S. is the next up, and I think in the next decade <clears throat> that uh that notion might change for you. Uh, but we'll see. Anyways. Oh, damn. <laughs> I, I, miss, I miss that. I missed that international stage. Oh, yeah, bro. I mean, Conrad De La Fuente today being spotted at Barca training. Gio Reina in Dortmund. I mean, we have a, a lot of sprouts that are going to grow up to be hopefully great players. But, I mean, the CONCACAF is its own beast that we can get into a whole topic on. But, yeah,
0: I love watching. I miss international football. Yeah, you know, man. it's so passionate. Yeah, no, for sure. Any international football. It's always good. We missed out on the Euros. We mm-hmm. missed out on um, the Gold Cup, Copa de Oro. We yeah. missed out. Uh, I think Copa, Copa, Copa America. America was yeah. also supposed to occur. Mm-hmm. So a lot of international football, you know, more more trophies for Messi to not win, internationally speaking. Mm-hmm. Ooh, damn. Nah. <laughs> um, but,
1: but he he got the, the scoring title this year, and he got the most
0: assists. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
0: They're probably gonna give him the. Oh wait, no, there's no ballon d'or. Eee, oh, well, the, oh well, that's gonna hurt. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I don't know if it's enough time for the for the Premier League to start because that's obviously the most intense league. I don't care what anybody says. And, and um, I meant to talk about this before, but they always compare uh, Champions League success uh, to the to the strength of the of the league. So if the English teams aren't winning that means that the English league isn't as good as say the Spanish league who's obviously um, dominated Right. the, the um, European tournaments Liverpool won it last year but for the last 10 years who's won it? Um, Real Madrid like 50 times Barcelona yeah. won it a couple times Bayern Munich won it you're going to tell me that that Germany is a stronger league than, than England, you know. <laughs> That's the
1: thing with it. For me, you yeah, uh, my ass. Champions League doesn't exactly tell you who the best league is or who the best team is always, because sometimes the th- the issue is teams playing a league that that is almost like a just like a stroll in the park. Whereas teams in the Prem, I think for me it's more impressive when a Premier League team or a team in the competitive league per se, if an Italian team were to win it as well, it's very impressive because you play against these teams week in week out worry about a midweek game against a PSG, uh, uh, you know, uh, Leverkusen, whatever it is, you know, that's tough because you're also worrying and prepping for another team and trying to conserve your players.
0: Yeah, one day, like in the middle of a week, you're playing against Juventus and then the next the next week you're playing against uh, Chelsea. Exactly. Or the next day, like Six. the next four days, you're playing against Chelsea.
1: Chelsea and then Arsenal and the FA Cup and yeah, yeah it's fucking yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah. I hate it. And then it.
0: you have the domestic cups that you have to worry about. Yeah, it's like so on any given night you're playing one of the best teams, in the best leagues. Yeah. And for you to say that, oh, you know England haven't won it lately. They've won it once in twelve years. You're off your ass. You're totally yeah. off your ass on when you when you're saying something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to look at the league. You have to read the room as they say, mm-hmm. see, see what's going on. Listen, there's like eight, nine teams that are really competing for something in the Prem every year, whether it's European spots or just going for the title all in it's it's tough and it's now that there's the tv deals going on there's more money in the prem than ever so every team is is has a few stars on that team so it's it's tough it's tougher than people give it credit for and it's a lot easier to win the champions league when you're playing in germany a little bit easier i mean a little less easier when you're in spain because obviously in spain you also have a little bit more you know competitiveness but uh, Italy's another tough league to
0: win champions, but
1: yeah, it's 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 hard to measure it that way for me.
0: Yeah, Juventus made it to the finals a couple times in the last few years. They've been mm-hmm. unlucky, but um, yeah, they're they're one of the top teams for sure.
1: Yeah, uh, certainly.
0: Um, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if a few if a month is enough time for for all the teams to get their bearings and to be able to be competitive. But they'll be ready. They'll, I think they'll be fresh. They'll, they'll be up for the task for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the uh British people, if nothing else, are are hard and and built for for battle. So, Certainly, yeah. Yeah. They're ready. Yeah, I mean we're talking about people that uh that went uh that made the crusades. <laughs> um, so so before we stop talking about England, uh the FA Cup London Derby mm. is is this Saturday Chelsea spicy. versus Chelsea versus London. I need your opinion. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Is, is uh, London red or blue uh,
1: For me, it's, on blue. it's
0: blue. It's blue. Oh. I, I have my boy
1: Pulisic bagging the brace and assists as well. Um, standard, isn't it? But I like Arsenal a lot. You know, I like Arteta. I like the players they have. But I, I think, uh, <clears throat> well, I don't know who's going to play. It would be cool to see Timo Werner get his debut. I don't know if that's possible because he started training with the team this week. But um, I just... I think Chelsea have um, uh, a little bit more firepower going. I mean, obviously Aubameyang and Lacazette are good, but, you know... Oh, you, you say
0: good as in, like, uh, I mean, as they, in just like
1: they're fine? They're good. They're good, but, you know, obviously they play really well against City. But I'm saying Chelsea's been playing really good lately as well. And I think um, their, their attacking front is going to be a tough one to defend against. Giroud has so been many. playing... Uh, you know, very strong. Ex-Arsenal player. Yeah, ex-Arsenal. I'm sure he's going to want to score. Um, Tammy Abrams scored a goal in the last game. Pulis- Pulisic dimed him up. Um, Pulisic is playing out of his skin. Mason Mount is not too bad. So, I, I think on on, a, on the attack, they can be rather uh, dangerous. So, I don't know. But from a tactic standpoint, maybe Arteta might have a master class on his plate. You really never know. But I'm, I'm going to go for he's Chelsea. Showing, he's
0: showing to be a genius. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Arsenal. For fuck's sake! <laughs> yeah, I'm taking Arsenal. I like I like Arsenal's attack better. Mm-hmm. I like their options um, and, and their midfield is a little more creative, thanks right. to uh, Dani Ceballos. Dani Alves is the X factor, in my opinion. He's really nice. Yeah. I always talk high about him, but because I've been I've been impressed in the second half of the season of what he's been doing. He's an ex-Madrid player. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. he he runs probably twelve miles a game. He's really good. He's good. Now, that might be an exaggeration, but he he runs a lot. He recovers a lot of balls. He, he he's, a he's a 2 good at player. good passing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I like I like uh, I like their chances, and obviously Obama Yang, who's uh, who was one goal shy of the of the goal scorer of the year, along with uh, Jamie Vardy. Um, so I'm, I'm taking Arsenal. And I like the way they defended against uh, Manchester City. Uh, I don't know if Mustafi going to be available. Do, do we know mm-hmm. if he is? I think he's injured. I don't think he's going to be available for the rest that of the season. He's played the game of his life <coughs> against Manchester yeah. City. Um, so And I like the battle of uh, uh, Hector Bellerin versus uh, Pulisic. Oh, that's I see to a shout-out. Out. Uh, Pul- I Pulisic's see, eating that. I, I, see, uh, I see Pulisic turning into a keychain and going straight into Bellerin's pocket. Oh, man. I see Pulisic rainbow flick
1: over uh, Bellerin, uh, volley top bins, and that's that.
0: And, and that's that, mate. No. <laughs> um, what's your score prediction?
1: Uh, score prediction for me, it's actually going to be a 2-1 win to the blue team in Chelsea. Uh, blue team in London, I should say. And um, I think it's a, it's going to be a silver lining and a... Kind of a, it's gonna get the, the the boat going for Chelsea going forward to next season. I think they have a little bit more of an upside to Arsenal going into the Prem, and I think uh, they'll be able to to turn some heads. Uh, that's that's this weekend, you said, huh?
0: You said they have more upside. Yeah, yeah,
1: more upside because in terms really, of we
0: I mean, we still have uh, transfer rumors for Arsenal or, or for
1: both teams. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but I know I I you know with the fact that they have Zayek Werner possibly Havertz, I think uh, Chelsea has more. You know, more firepower to look forward to. But, um, you know, that's, that's yeah, a topic for I, next. I see, I see
0: a tight game still. You said 2-1. I yeah. see I see something similar, but I, Arsenal... I believe in Arsenal's defense more than Chelsea's, and that's probably going to be the difference. But they have Kepa, bro. Yeah, Kepa. Ah, yeah, exactly. No, Caballero's going to be there. <laughs> Hopefully,
1: bro. Caballero is slept on, bro. I, as a City fan, I watched him play for a few seasons for us. And uh, obviously, Ederson's class, but when whenever Caballero played... He was actually pretty good. He's he made uh, mistakes sometimes, but you know, on especially on penalties, that guy's a savage. If it comes down to that, hopefully
0: not. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they uh, what they come up with. But it's gonna be an entertaining game, nonetheless. For sure. And uh, we're, we'll we'll get into it uh, on uh, next Wednesday when when Arsenal paints the city red. Oh man, (laughs) are you gonna put
1: money down on that one or? How much? Uh, Listen, we'll talk about that off the pot. Uh, A a pack
0: of beers, (laughs) how about that? Uh, Ah, there we go. Some brewskis. Some pints. A pack of guineas. Um, before we get into transfers, any any leagues that we need to talk about? Any rumors? Any? Well, I I started watching MLS. Yeah,
1: that's actually that's the only thing I was gonna mention. Yeah, MLS, uh, man. It's been. It's a weird. It's, it's a weird a, league. The tournament looks weird right now because obviously it's like, you know, it's. It feels like a preseason tournament right now. They're more calling than
0: it, like they're calling the return. The MLS is back tournament. Yeah. Which in itself is so weird. It's strange for sure. We've obviously never seen anything like this.
1: Um, if there's a few players that I could recommend to look out for. Ao Akinola, who's I mentioned to you, he's eligible for Canadian, Nigerian, and U.S. citizenship, but has played under the U.S. and the youth teams. He has, f- I think, five goals in three matches. If I'm not mistaken, it's a really good tally. Um, you know, it's a guy to watch out for. And there's also been a you know a Rossi from LAFC who's probably he's good. Yeah. He's been probably the the hottest guy out of the block so he's really far. Creative. Yeah, yeah he. Um, Someone's
0: gonna take him from Europe.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, um, he's not that old, and he's from Argentina. So, so, so I'm she, uh, Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a Watford. I can see him going to Watford, Leicester, you know, a team of that caliber. Um, yeah, man, I, I think right now the, the game is kind of hampered by the fact that can we Vela's eat? not there. You Bef- know? Wait,
0: before we before you finish that, you, you said Watford, Leicester. Mm-hmm. They're on opposite sides. Uh, Watford went down, right? They went down to the championship? Oh, did they? Oh see, yeah, yeah, you you might be right. You might be yeah, right. It, I, didn't, I, think, I, didn't. I believe they did. <laughs> I'm just so
1: used to them being a, a mid table squad.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. But yeah. I think they did go down. Um so so that that kind of uh that that led me to my next point is that um since Watford and Yeah, yeah, they went they went down. Um since Watford and Leicester are on opposite ends of the spectrum, mm-hmm. I know I cut you off completely. Is Leicester like another big team, they've they've stayed up since since they had their m- m- miracle season. Yeah, they they've actually stayed yeah, in they the got top. The
1: funding, yeah.
0: They they're staying in the top eight, I believe. Top six mostly. Yeah. Are they are they like another? Team that's about to be like one of the bigger no they bigger are clubs. they're establishing themselves but they're a fringe club they're
1: for me I throw them in the bracket with Arsenal uh, Tottenham Arsenal's one of the big clubs though no no in I'm my saying, opinion I mean in terms of position uh, league positioning oh like, position, Arsenal yeah, but Tottenham um, Leicester and Everton are, are in that bunch where they're just cool. fighting for a European for spot fighting for a Europa League yeah but they don't Leicester doesn't have enough history to compete with them yet but I'm saying they're they're building but are up they're turning them. into that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. if maybe maybe throw them in with like Everton, you know, Everton and like that's a that's a pretty good jump. South from where they've been.
0: Yeah, yeah. Historically oh, speaking. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, uh, you were talking about uh, uh what was I talking MLS. about? MLS, MLS yeah. L- L- um, uh, LaFC. LaFC, yeah. Diego
1: Rossi. I mean. Uh, Yeah, those are the few players that I've seen that have been really impressive. Uh, Jeremy Ebobise as well. He's a U.S. player. I think he's like 23. He's a winger who's kind of making a name for himself, who is eligible for the U.S. team. It would be nice to see him instead of Zardes or Wando or players of that caliber. But, um, yeah, man, uh, not too much to say about the MLS because we're missing a lot of the great stars. No Chicharo, no Vela. Um, You know, it's like that's why I want to watch, you know. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was able to Pisa, catch... Is
0: Pizarro playing with uh, Miami?
1: He is, he is, but uh, he's had a few knocks, a few injuries, where he hasn't been able to play at his full capacity. But when he has, he's been very impressive. Is Nani playing with the uh, Orlando? Orlando, yeah, he's been really good, man. You know what I love about him? He does. It doesn't register, but he's just so uh fluid with the ball and, and moving it forward for them. Like there's times where he'll just get the ball one touch back heel like to a player and it's like fuck like no other MLS player is doing that, you know? So he's been uh yeah, a is, fresh He's crazy talented. He's good man and, and I think that's what American uh, folks like you know the the flashy a little shit. bit of flair. Yeah exactly and and um that's good for the league. Uh obviously Atlanta is always a solid team as well. Uh Joseph Martinez who this COVID break was kind of great for him because it was a recovery period after his major knee injury, and he's playing really well now, so I'm happy for him. Is he still doing that penalty? Yeah, he's doing the penalty. I'm sure there there's probably studies being done if, if that might have played into the knee injury because that looks like it's quite taxing on the leg if you're just hopping up and then taking a kick. It's just... I don't know. It just doesn't seem right, does oh, it? Oh, you're being serious about, like,
0: how they're investigating it? Oh, no, that's me, like, oh, yeah, mean, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah, there yeah. should He's be. A... I mean, that doesn't look right, right? It's. Uh, uh, we went into it earlier about, about my <laughs> idea about penalties these days. Oh, yeah, he, tuck... li- he likes, a, you know, the standard tucked-in Can you shirt. Just... If you, if you want to no, give a flashy penalty, do a panenka. Oh, there and you go. And then chip it in. Get it over with, embarrass the goalie, but you yep. all this hopping around and fucking breaking, dancing over the ball. Yeah. Just, just shoot the damn ball, man. Just Come shoot on, the man. damn thing, man. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, man, that's that's all I really have on MLS. I'm sure Alexi Laws would be a little bit more hyped about it and probably have some oh, good... He, he,
0: he, every <laughs> time he talks about MLS, he's, like, trying to talk you into watching it. It's like, yeah. relax, I'm watching your broadcast. Just, I'm still making your broadcast. That's the, I'm watching already. Yeah, yeah. It's just spare us to... The, the one thing the one thing that I did notice is the people in the you know, they have like these um, billboards behind the goals, right? Life the, life life shots. Yeah, of the like fans. like these of, of fans like just watching on their computer and they're like trying to hype themselves up to watch. And I yeah. and I think to myself is like, are they really into this this sort of football where it's kind of choppy, it's a little broken down. And they really like it, or are they really trying to go for like that European sort of passion? That it's their local club, and yeah. in my opinion, they're they're trying a little too hard.
1: Yeah, they are, aren't they? I mean, it's uh, it's like a preseason tournament. Like, it's no
0: need to be that hyped. But but even if it was like a regular season game, there's no need to be that high. I mean, it's yeah. Well, one it's thing, just MLS, man. It's just MLS, yes. Yeah, it's
1: just they're very passionate. I've noticed LAFC fans; they have a pretty big fan base, and they've—I guess people have found themselves to identify with them. I've always been a Galaxy fan; always will be. Mm-hmm. We'll never support them. Uh, we'll never support LAFC, but like, yeah, that's just kind of been a trend with LAFC fans. Like, any excuse they have to celebrate, they will, and they'll be
0: flamboyant. They're trying too it. hard. Yeah, they're they're really trying too hard because they don't have like a typical American sports name like the. Sounders, yeah. or the, the, the Galaxy, the or Ga- the Raptors, or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're, we're a proper football club. We're
1: we just... have FC in our name, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah well, exactly. If, if uh, special. If Real Madrid ever plays yeah. LAFC, are, are you pulling up to that one? I'm pulling up. Jeez. I'm wearing, I'm wearing <laughs> a Madrid kit.
0: Yeah, you're and, celebrating are I'm just and I'm just drinking a pint and just doing a little jerk off motion to every every you wannabe chat uh, they want. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we we definitely need to hit some MLS games this season. Yeah, yeah, man. Right. When, well, when once, things open once, up
0: once we're allowed to to celebrate in person. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um yeah, that's all I really
1: have on MLS, man. Oh. I think it's still going on, you know. It's well, going to get more spicy as it goes on.
0: Yeah, speaking of uh, <laughs> CONCACAF leagues, the Liga MX just started, Mexico's league. I watched um, the Monterrey match against Toluca. That, and that's all I was able to see. I, I didn't get a chance to watch the the games before um, this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. Um, it looks like Monterrey is the one to beat. They're the defending champions and uh, a talented team. They, they all have, around. I mean, I think they have the best striker in the league. They have a, um, um, a real. Is it Rodrigo? Yeah, Rodrigo. So they Funes have Cranediver
1: from uh, the, the Argentinian national team. They have the most infamous Mexican bottler uh, Miguel Ayun. Miguel Ayun, the Watford legend. Yeah, the Watford legend. He played for <laughs>
0: Watford and Porto, and he's he's pretty pretty good with both feet. But he's got, and he's always had um, bad decision making, uh, especially in this past game. But it it's always been a really competitive league. Mm -hmm. There's usually different teams challenging for the championship, but lately uh, Tigres uh, have have been dominating. No, for sure, yeah. Um, But but it's going to be good, I think. I I think a lot of teams are are responding. America is always going to be dangerous. Chivas looks like they're going to be good. Uh, Monterrey, they look good. Toluca was actually giving them a good battle. Yeah, Um, certainly. Yeah, I don't know if you have any. And, uh, it
1: it was a great game. I I admired. Uh, well, the thing about the Lucas, you know, they're not up to par in terms of talent and big signings as Monterrey. They don't have the same funding, but in terms of uh, but you they've know, they always they always like managed to be yeah competitive. And and Chepo de la Torre has it seems like he's really whipping that team into shape, and they're pressing every ball. They played very hard, you know, but. The quality of Monterrey was too much. Um, even the goal that Funes Mori made was just class. A tough angle, kind of curves it around the keeper, nestles into the back of the net, and it's just like, yeah, I could tell that guy played in Europe. You know, it's like, yeah, and and yeah, it was a good game overall. Uh, El Turco, Mohamed, coaching Monterrey. Uh, yeah, he's uh, had a pretty good spell there. He's had a good spell there, and he's always had a, re- a relatively good, um, you know, reputation in Mexico. And uh, well,
0: yeah, he came from. Uh America. From, I think he played in in Toluca actually. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did, um, and, uh, and he coached the Nido. He, yeah, he he uh, he played. Uh, I think for also uh, Toros Nesa, mm-hmm. who's a who's a team in the second right now. And uh, yeah, he he's kind of a legend you know, as far as football goes. And coaching wise, he's had a pretty good spell with with Monterrey. He's he's had his job for a while. So yeah, he, I mean he, he's uh, he's a he's. He's a good player. He was a good player in general, and they're they're pretty good. I I, I like Monterrey. Um, I think Cruz Azul happens to be the main contender right now. They've spent a lot of money. Right. They have a rich owner, so they're they're trying to break their, I want to say it's like 35 years or so since they've won the league. Uh, uh, some back, back when uh, back when the league was actually year long, they used to have a year long instead of a broken down two two season. Which which America has been beneficiary of. They have the <laughs> most championships now, but but only because the league is cut in half. Chivas <laughs> Chivas <laughs> has the most real championships. Everybody, we need to know that. We need yeah. to make that known. gotta kind of make it known. America's yeah. the Celtics. Yeah, <laughs> I said it. <laughs> but Chivas, America, Leon, and Monterrey, along with Tigres, are are. I would say second tier or like up there along with Cruz Azul. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, I'm going to keep watching it. And uh, it's always been a lot more entertaining to me personally than, than MLS. And it may be due to the commentators. The commentators oh, the commentator MLS are spoiler, pretty yeah. flat uh, for, for American football. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because the, the LAFC game and um, the LAFC against, uh, was it Seattle? Yeah, yeah. It was a pretty good game. It was, it, it was. was actually not that bad. It was back I and forth. St- I, for sure. I could actually stomach it. Yeah, totally. Um, so uh, yeah, moving on from that, let's talk some fucking some fucking transfers, man. And transfers. I'll, I'll
1: breeze through them real quick. Uh, these these are all rumors because we went most uh, mostly through all the established transfers yesterday. Um, first one I, I jotted down was uh, Thiago to Liverpool. I think that'd be a great move for both sides. Um, obviously, Thiago was kind of on the tail end of his career, but. He can offer a lot to that team. Great possession, great trickery, great passing, and just a great eye for you know um, any any runners on the ball. And that's what Liverpool have is you know Mane, uh, Salah. It's just players who can intercept those, uh, take those balls in and and convert them. So
0: yeah, I don't know if you have any And he, anyone on that. needs to break his 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 legs for it because you have uh, Jordan Henderson, uh, right? You know, picking up the slack. And uh, yeah, Nabi
1: Keita, yeah, they have yeah, Fabinho. They, they have says. players
0: to cushion around him, so if they get him, they'll they're definitely still gonna stay one of the stronger teams. Yeah, surely. And uh, moving on to City, uh,
1: they're pretty much almost officially announcing it's that fi- it's official. It's pretty much official. Uh, Fabrizio Romano already uh, confirmed it. Ferran Torres to City. A
0: sharp winger, they're getting him for a really they cheap price. They got him on the cheap. On the cheap. Every 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 now and then, you just get like a player that's, you're like, wow, uh, they got him for that cheap. Yeah. Tony Cruz yeah. is one of them. Salah was pretty a pretty cheap buy as well. Yeah, and uh, you know they're getting him for 25 with with a few add-ons, but 25 million for a transfer for a player Lance, that yeah, that's yeah. that's supposed to be. Um, He's sharp, man. To to be uh, really, really good. Yeah, he's good. I, I like him. Bad. I like him a lot. I'm, I'm
1: very excited at the signing. You know, we just lost Sané, so it's a good way to, you know, replenish him. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to be looking forward to that. Moving on to uh, uh, Willian, who's uh, rumored to go to Arsenal, the opposite Chelsea club. That's going to be crazy. I don't know if that's going to happen. If it does, damn, that's going to stir a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, banter well, between the well, fan he bases. Wanted a,
0: he wanted a, was it a two-year or three-year deal?
1: Yeah, I think he wanted, like, a three-year deal he just to have a secured, uh, you know, amount. I don't know if you can give him that, with given his age and the fact that he's been running to the ground by yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's, he's definitely been been just worn out, but he, despite his high mileage, he's definitely a good option for depth. He's I'm very say, good, yeah. Say yeah. that uh, Ziyech or... Um, Who's going to be on the right for Chelsea? Uh, well, yeah, Pulisic, he, could, Pulisic can play right plays, wing as well. but, but let's like say kind of the, Z- one it. of the top guys, yeah, is on the right. And and it's the 75th minute. And you put him wheeling in. He, he, he's good for 15 minutes. Oh, he's yeah. He's he's yeah. a top player. So, I've always been a fan of so his. So, Arsenal. I mean, the other the other transfer rumor for Arsenal is, is Coutinho. Right. So, oh, yeah, yeah. That's know, right. Coutinho you know, and Arsenal. Yeah, have, have Coutinho. They're... That's not a bad, that's not a bad coup for for Arsenal to get some players. Well, despite William being on the tail end of his career, and Coutinho has still got some time. Coutinho's yeah, still good, for He's sure. Good for for Bayern. Yeah,
1: and uh, you know a lot of these are in England. Jaden Sancho to United. We touched on it earlier. I think it'd be a great signing for United. Um, the funny thing is, they they owe fifteen percent sell on clause to City, so I'll be happy. That'll just, help us fund the front tour. These motherfuckers, <laughs> that, man, huh?
0: yeah, I <laughs> no, had to, had to Sancho, get that in there. Sancho yeah. is one of those things where it's it's basically a a done deal, but the the numbers just got to match. Yeah. No, no one else is is after him as bad as uh, United are, and and have the the funds to actually make it happen. Um I mean, what else is there to say about that? The guy's classy. It's uh,
1: a, a no brainer. He's second in, in, in assists in the Bundesliga behind Thomas Muller, who benefits from a great team. So I think he's a great player, and I think he'll do bits no matter where he goes in England. Um, you know, it's really cool. I'd, I'd love to see him back in our league. So, yeah, moving on though, uh, Weston McKinney, who I'm a big fan of, obviously the U.S. Central Mid, who's playing for Schalke at the moment in Germany. He's a uh, rumor to go to Southampton. He's also be, been rumored to go to Liverpool and a few other clubs, but Southampton looking like a, like a solid destination for him. And I think it's a perfect club. You know, it's not too, you know, too up there in, in the standings. They don't have to worry about him like crumbling under pressure. Um, and I think it's a good chance for him to get steady, steady 90 minutes each game. If he can really, um, you know, break into that team. But, um, besides him, uh, Diego Carlos from Sevilla is is a, is a is another center back who they're rumored with. Um, David Silva to Lazio. We touched on that earlier. I think he'd be amazing there. Yeah. He's also rumored to go to Valencia. I, I, back I hope home, think, right? Yeah, but I hope he goes to Lazio because Valencia don't deserve him, bro. <laughs> with, with, that, with
0: the owner yeah. that they have. Man. Yeah. Well, we, well, they let go of uh, Ferran Torres. Yeah. What's his name? Peter Lim? Yeah, Peter Lim. Yeah, Peter yeah, Lim. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He just, like... He just, <laughs> oh, we made twenty five million for a player. I'll take that. I, I never heard of him. He's not messy. <laughs> let's, let's get some money, right? And then, uh, um,
1: it's staying in Italy, Pedro's rumored to go to Roma. It's pretty strong. pretty strong rumor. I think that would be a good move for him. Those new kits are fire, by the way. The white one you said yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With, with, the, the wolf. with the wolf, yeah, man. Handles and uh, we also got Pedro. I uh, see Thomas party to Arsenal. He'd be a a, a really good center mid option. He's shown he's so amazing in that uh, Atletico team I mean he fights every ball Chases every ball from box to box He can score with the best Of them I mean There's not much more to say Really I think he'd be a great addition to Arsenal But You know there's going to be a big fee to pay Uh, Another great midfielder would be Jack Grealish he's uh, rumored to go to United Uh, he's also rumored to go To other clubs like City you know Everton a few other clubs but um just a great attacking option he's proved his loyalty at aston villa uh thankfully they're staying up for his sake um i i only have good things to say about the guy he can pick a good pass um he passes the eye test when you watch him play and he's playing on a relatively you know uh, below par team with all due respect to aston villa so yeah man it's a pretty cool transfer there i mean i hope he goes to big club because he de- deserves to be seen like that um Another another guy who's rumored, uh, or it's almost
0: official. Take Kubo going to Sevilla. Um, that's a big. That, I I like that. I like that because it's not that big of a jump. As yeah. For, well, the uh, Malaga is getting relegated, but but Kubo definitely impressed. He was he was their player of the season. Yeah. And Sevilla might need that little push from from someone that's a little a little greater than than their age. For sure. And, for uh, sure. It's they. They said it was a two-year deal, right? But yeah, the, uh, Spain doesn't allow a two-year loans, so it's more of like a verbal agreement. And if he's if he's able to play, then if he if he plays to the level where Sevilla want to keep him for a second year, or if Madrid wants to recall him, they have that right to do so. So for sure, for sure, yeah, they're dope. Yeah, you want
1: to hit me with the, uh, now that we're done with transfers. You want to hit me with your. Uh team of the season and then after that I want you to hit me with your bottled team of the season Uh, yeah go go, go ahead and list them Uh, off for me yeah
0: yeah yeah so uh, team of the season I have uh, I have Courtois Courtois uh, I had the most clean sheets I believe it was 18 clean sheets he had the benefit of a of a really good defense, uh, Marcelo for a good portion, and Mendy, who actually provided to be a, a really good um, backup for him. He, he actually overtook him when Marcelo came down with injury. Uh, Ramos, you know, what, what can you say about Ramos that hasn't really been said? The the Spanish Viking uh, goals and and assists. He's he's just he's just the guy that can do it all. Um, you also have uh varan varan is is the you know french french guy holding it down and um and carvaja you know the, so he has really good protection but he's had really good saves you know 18 clean sheets isn't only your your defensive line it's it's just it's just good positioning and he he's had he's had you know he's had success back there he didn't start off all that great his uh real madrid tenure but for him to get 18 clean sheets is is uh is something to have credit for uh so moving on from the team of the season i already I talked about him uh ramos sergio ramos who, i mean like i said what else can you say about ramos that hasn't been said he's amazing yeah. you know he's, he's not only a good captain he can score he defends he's a hard ass he's a prick <laughs> you know you need that from your captain, you think you need that chip on your shoulder and uh, someone that's going to stand up for you almost for sure um, you know next guy you know you don't really need to say much about him Van Dyke you know, right. he's obviously uh, one of the best defenders in, in the whole world. you know those two guys in in your center back position I mean, what else could you ask for that's that's going to be clean sheets all day and um on my left side i had trouble i had trouble on the left back man and uh you know i I copped the easy way out man i really did and uh (laughs) i i I hate that i copped it because left back it was hard i wanted to pick marcelo or mendy and it was it wasn't that there was enough time and uh you know they're, they're two different players right but i was just picking my brain on thinking of who i could pick and uh you know, I know I'm going to spoil it for you, but you know, Alfonso Davies. You know, you know. <laughs> good choice, good yeah, choice. I like it. He just had a great season, and uh, you know, Byron is is the best team. And I hate picking. I I didn't want to pick someone from Byron because I felt like it was too easy, but yeah, right. he just had a great season. And um, moving on from that, on the right, on the right back position, I had uh, Trent Arnold Alexander, who again, you can't really deny. That he's he's destined for great things, and um, you know I wouldn't mind him in the in the in Merengues. Yeah, yeah, for sure. His his assists, his his just the ability to to create attack is amazing. So I have him as far as midfield goes. Casemiro, another Madrid guy, but the man can hold the six so well. He, yeah. He's, he easily transitions to offense in a flash. He has a long shot on him. He had the most ball recoveries in La Liga of any player, um, probably in all of Europe. Actually, I I don't know the official number for that, but he you know the man the man is a tank. Yeah. Uh, also in midfield, I have De Bruyne. Again, you can't deny a man's genius. You can't deny a man's talent. Yeah. And the guy creates goals. He, Often. Yeah. You're open, and you don't even know it until you get the ball. So that's the Bruyne for me. Uh, one, I, I better be a little, I mean, be a little uh, biased here, but just based off of that second part of the season, I'm gonna have to give it to uh, Bruno. That's Fernandes. fair choice. yeah. You know, you know, little Robin Gibb. Yeah, and he uh, was also good in the first half for, for Sporting for yeah. Sporting. Yeah, yeah. And, and Portugal doesn't get enough love, but uh, I mean, I put him on par with the Liga Mekis to be fair, except yeah. maybe for the for for the top two teams. In, yeah, in terms of talent, but they're, you know, they they have their own thing going on. But Bruno is a is an excellent player. The way he dictate dictates play, the way he he can uh, find players and just create offense out of nowhere, I, I love it, and uh, I'm glad that United have him. And on the attack, I have uh, I have Benzema, Benzema, the Benz. missing link, man. The dude, the dude has excellent technique. He has a nose for goal. he he'll, he'll, he'll bottle it every now and then, but. Yeah, he, he I mean not much can be said about him. And obviously next up is uh, Messi. Yeah. I mean can they I, to, I, to, I know I've said this before, I used to be a Messi hater, but you can I like, you use Messi just twenty and twenty. Yeah, that's impressive. That's that's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts any way you put it. You can say, Oh well they don't have the good team, but you know, without a good team, how can you play, you know? Right. So Messi and then I think my sleeper pick of the whole team. And this part isn't going too crazy, but uh, uh, Jimenez
1: hmm. from
0: Wolves. That's you know, a good choice. Jimenez, the dude, he's been performing two seasons straight. He's shown that he's a big-time player. And, um, you know, I, I hope that he goes to a big team. He deserves to go to a big team. Uh, he, he's outgrown Wolves, and he, he needs some European uh, silverware to, to go along with his skill. No, that's a good point. For for sure. my For my manager, though. Um, split between two, two guys And it's pretty obvious Zidane or club? Yeah, it's a good choice <sighs> Zidane, titles. Zidane righted the ship From the mess that he inherited last season And I still believe that That uh, Zidane is a, that, that Real Madrid is a contender For the Champions League Even though it's an uphill battle And club for, for getting the, the The biggest margin of, of Win for the, for the Premier League Right, right. Nice. No, yeah, and, it was an impressive season. And uh, I think I think I'm ready for your team of the season. <clears throat> All right, man.
1: Uh, so, I'll start with my my team of the season uh, goalkeeper Courtois. I thought he was amazing. Got the Golden Glove for for Spain, sure, deservedly. Um, for me at right back, I'm starting with Trent Alexander Arnold. As much as it pains me to say, but the guy's amazing. Has the stats to back it up as well. Um, and at center back, Virgil Van Dyke, honestly, this team's going to be kind of similar to yours. Virgil Van Dyke,, um, you know, not enough to say about the guy. I hate, but that, I first, I hate uh, that I went first,
0: man. I hate that I went first.
1: And then, uh, and then Ramos right next to him as well. I have Alfonso Davies as well. Um, yeah i know i stole that from you like i, I, I knew he not, and i went for the
0: easy one it's yeah. no
1: but i think he deserves it to be fair he's been uh, the most consistent left back uh you know obviously he's on Bayern, so he's gonna have a little bit a little bit easier of a route i'd say um but you know he's been amazing yeah, and, and he's young yeah. and he's young it looks like he's gonna be maintaining this level for seasons to come and i don't see anybody near him really that's gonna continue that trend um in midfield, uh, a post your Casemiro. Who I'm, I'm a big fan of as well. But I went with Ngolo Kanté, who's proven his worth not only at the national level but also for Chelsea and even previously before that, you know, for Leicester, he was amazing. I just think he offers so much to a team, and it goes unnoticed. Just a, the definition of a box-to-box midfielder, despite being undersized. So I love that guy. He's he's really good, humble as well. Can you be humble again? I, I'm sorry. I, I, I rate that. I rate that. I like it. Uh, KDB, um, I think that's that's easy money. I, I've already talked probably like a whole bunch about him, so Are I don't have much to say. Future. Yeah, yeah. He's he's amazing. He's a ambipedal, as you say, and he can pick a pass like no other. This is my sleeper pick is Papu Gomez, who leads the hmm. Italian Serie A in, in assists in one of the most attack-minded leagues where there's so many great strikers. Papa Gomez. Not only will give you the assist, but he'll give you the goals as well. He scored a great goal this week. Um, I had to throw him in there. Um, it's just me giving respect to him. He's kind of later in his career, but playing at a top club. Um, so my respect. By the way, this is a 4-3-3. So, so far, I'm up. Got the defenders midfield. Now I'm moving on to the attack. Um, I'm going to start with my left wing. It's going to be Mbappe for me. I think he's just too good. He's yeah, the yeah, best yeah, winger. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a standard one, yeah. Um, I don't,
0: it's hard to argue against Mbappe, man.
1: It's just he's so he's good. destined. He he's has the package, you know. And then on my right wing, I threw Messi there. It's kind of a throwback. He doesn't play right wing as much anymore, but, you know, you could kind of throw Back him there. Back in the day. Yeah. Um, I just I had to because I, I didn't want to throw him in the midfield and exclude one of those guys. And my striker for me is, uh, is going to be the trend of today, Ciro Immobile. Um, Damn. Yeah, I had to throw him in there. But the goal speak for themselves. No love no, no for Benz? I love Benz. Benz has been amazing, but you wow. got you got outscored by by a Barcelona midfielder or, 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 or a right winger in my case, and you know, I mean, but Benzema has been amazing, and you know, I've harped on him a lot. I think he's he's been great. And then my coach mm-hmm. for the whole team was going to be Marcelo Bielsa, who uh, promoted his team this year.
0: Lead, 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 leads, 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 lead, lead. lots leads. But yeah, so. Quickly moving over to I'm my bottle team. Yeah, okay, yeah, you go. Yeah, you go first. Alright, 'cause mine's yeah. shit, but alright, yeah, so bottled
1: goalkeeper have uh, Kepa. Kepa has uh, been under uh, underwhelming for me, especially for his you know, transfer you know, fee. Like
0: I after the that, that little uh that little tiff that he had with, <laughs> with uh Mauricio Sari. Mm-hmm. You know, where he, he refused to come off when he was being subbed off for the penalties. Oh, that was so, yeah, that was a That, was, that, was, that was too much for me, and I, and I hated his ass. But I feel bad for the abuse that he's gotten after the, the <laughs> uh, I don't know what you want to call it against Liverpool, but he, he shit the bed. Yeah, for sure. He waited for sure. Um, but, yeah, anyway, continue with your team. So, Kepa, I said, and my right back
1: is Nelson Semedo.
0: Oh, I was going to pick him
1: I was going to pick him on my bottle team He's been very underwhelming for me Super underwhelming He's he's at the, the ripe stage of his career I believe he's 26 He should be doing better mm-hmm. Simple as that um, I don't want to shit on him too much because I'm sure he's a good player, but he just hasn't panned <laughs> out for, for, for Barca,
0: you know? Well, I mean, Brazilian players for Barca have traditionally been really good. Right, right. I, I mean, the last player that took that right back position is no other than uh, Danny Alves. Danny Alves, yeah, right. And uh, those are big boots to fill. Surely.
1: I'd say this, I'll throw this guy in the category with Maxwell. You could get him out soon, send him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to PSG or something. Um, and then at my center back, I have John Stones.
0: I think ah, yeah, I wanted to pick him too. He's yeah.
1: he's he's um come back from injury. He's had a chance to prove himself this year, and he's just made some. How so- long has he been at Manchester City? He's been there about three or four seasons now uh, from Everton. And he's he's yet to make an impression. He's had moments where he's been good. He's a you know he has really good possession on the ball, but he makes way too many mistakes. And on the defensive end, he can get beat very easy. And that's just you can't let that happen at the big level. So, right. so he's my center back there. And then next to him, I have uh, another Englishman for another Manchester club. That's Harry Maguire. Wow. Yeah. Ju- if you're justifying the the transfer fee that was paid for him, I don't think he's been up to par. Um. um are we
0: strictly looking at the transfer fee?
1: No, besides that, I you got to look at the his performances, man. I mean, uh, he's he's looked like he's making schoolboy errors for me. He does do that, but and I don't. and then for when you're wow, playing, that's
0: that's the biggest. Yeah, that's the biggest one I have a problem with. I, I don't agree it, with it, with him being. Uh, I have to, man. I have to because he's. It's not like
1: he's coming to a new league. He's been amazing at Leicester, sure, and sure. he went to United, and he's grabbing onto his own full. So back is he there his, just
0: solely on the fact that he was bought for seventy million?
1: Uh, that's one reason, and then uh, another reason is just for playing like he's never played in the league before. Wow. You're, you're grabbing onto Juan Basaka on a set piece. That's just one instant. Uh, other instant instances where he has the ball and he loses possession, misplaces a pass. Uh, there was there were other center backs I could, maybe could have thought of, but for me, also including the transfer fee does play play a role. Yeah, it does. It sure it sure does. Yeah. Yeah. So for,
0: that's why I threw him in there. I find it, I find it a little too uh, hard done for him to be. I because think, he, he he's had a lot of recoveries, he's had a lot of uh, clearances and he's a and unit blocks. for sure.
1: Yeah. But I think next season is a good opportunity to change we'll his we'll his see. reputation on yeah. that. And then at left back, I threw Marcos Alonso, uh, just because oh, I, yeah. I felt yeah, like he he's been a, he's just been the guy to go at if you're a winger, um, <laughs> and, and you know he's he's okay at, on attack, but defensively he's been just a shambles. So yeah, um, moving on to my midfield, I threw Jesse Lingard. Uh, who's kind of like a <laughs> right midfielder scored in the last minute of the when season. You, when there's a
0: bet out there for you, yeah, that's to to not score and not assist the goal in the whole season. He, you gotta, you gotta think back and, and reevaluate, and reevaluate huh? your life and your profession.
1: Yeah, continue.
0: And, and then next time in
1: the in the middle of the field, I threw Deli Ali. Who for me? Wow! For, for being, I forgot
0: about him. For being, and, a, and I should I should have remembered yeah. to forget about him, but I didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I throw him in there because I was very high on him Fuck, last I knew, season. I, yeah, he, I knew I was missing somebody. That was... And and he's just he hasn't shown me the same thing. I don't know if it's because of the the management change and everything. But when but he was with Pochettino, he, he was great. Apparently, he was getting on well with uh with Mourinho. They get along well, but it hasn't translated on the football pitch. I'm doing you know? think yeah, man, it's it's sad because I really like the guy, and, and when he's in on the English national team, firing on all he, cylinders, he needs he's needs to really be better.
0: Good. Yeah, but but he he bottled that's it the, the thing. He, yeah, he he didn't play as good as he should have, or yeah. maybe he's not as good as advertised. Right, and then next to
1: him, I threw Ross Barkley, who plays for Chelsea. Only, oh, only, yeah. only. Yes. I think believe one goal this season in the league, and like a few assists for for a club of that stature, and for being an Englishman who's played in the league. You gotta do better. I don't. Th- I'm.
0: Uh, he's one of those Everton guys, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I have I have an affinity for Everton, but he he just didn't he didn't cut it. He
1: had better stats for Everton, and that's just it doesn't it doesn't make sense for me. But he's not a big club player. Up. I don't. Yeah, he, he might be have to just settle for like a yeah like. He needs to go back squad. to Everton. Yeah. And now my left wing, I'm gonna throw Griezmann. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. – I, I couldn't leave him out there, man. He's uh,
0: – you, you if you're justifying his transfer fee, it hasn't been I justified. I mean, when, when you're talking about – what was it, like three games before the end of the season, two games before the end of the season, where it's like, oh, are they finally connecting – that's way too late. Yeah, it's too late. Especially when when you want to justify a hundred million dollar purchase.
1: Yeah, and it's it, again, and I've been saying this a lot. It's the same league transfer. It shouldn't be an issue of getting acclimated <laughs> to the league. It's and you're playing against or alongside the best players in the in the world. You should do better.
0: Yeah, for and, sure.
1: Um, so and then at striker, I threw Jovic. I know it's kind of. I feel kind of shitty for throwing him in there, but in reality, you'll
0: talk to argue against it.
1: Based off his numbers in in Germany, I thought he, I was. I was at. I was thinking at least this guy will score ten goals. At least, yeah, at least. And he didn't. He didn't even get close. But, and then on my right wing, sure. There was injuries. There was uh, fitness issues. But Eden Hazard, for me, has got to do better to yeah. justify that price. Sure, data. yeah. And I, I, those are the only two Real Madrid players I threw in there. And the good thing is, for them, well, they're probably going to sell Jovic. Eden Hazard has a chance to improve, has a year under his belt. So, for them, these are young players. They can improve. But, yeah, that was my bottle team of the of the – of the year, and then my managers were... I split them into. Mm-hmm. I had Unai Emery, who got sacked in uh, November.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: And then I have Setien, who got hired midway through the season and did fuck all. <laughs> and that's that. Yeah, I remember
0: when he got hired, uh, a lot of people were high on him. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. you got to do better, you know? Um,
1: best team, one of the best teams in the world, one of the best players in the world, and... Mm. You're just not cutting it against
0: Getafe or you know Sevilla he's, or whatever it is. He's, he's just not. He's just not built for it, is he? I don't think so, man. All right, so I guess it's my turn for the bottle team of the season. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm gonna spare Kepa. as Ooh. he's heard. He's heard enough. But, <laughs> but I think I think we know who's coming up, and that's De Gea. Ooh, um, I respect you for for making that call. Um, De Gea, you know. I feel bad because he's been so good for so long and I don't know if it's a mental thing, I don't know if it's it's he's just tired of it, but he needs to be called out for 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 bottling it right. for for the team cuz it should have been a little bit easier for Manchester United to make it to Champions League, yeah. despite them playing against historically great opposition. You know, Manchester City and Liverpool, who are always going to do their thing any year. But I just, I, even though I feel bad for it, De Gea is our number one for bottler of the of the season. Uh, for I had a bit of a trouble. Deciding on who to shit on for, <laughs> for the for the defensive line. I'm gonna put Pique back there. Ah, he's riding too high on his reputation of uh, being married to Shakira <laughs> and for being consistent on the Barcelona team. But we, we need to call him out. He's not reliable back there. He's slow. He's making bad decisions, and he's just generally not a good defender anymore. Nah, Barcelona needs to yeah. show up that defense. Uh, you know, they keep buying attackers year after year, but they, they're not looking. We don't have any any defenders that are going to take that mantle. Right. You know, some teams have guys that you're like, mm, maybe we're, we have this guy on loan. We have so-and-so that we're looking at. Barcelona is strictly looking at attacking uh, players, and uh, they're, they're going to suffer for it long term as soon as Messi leaves. You know, I don't know if we talked about the Messi rumors. Maybe we might after this, but yeah. Um, yeah, Pique is not your center back. He's definitely not a Ramos. He's definitely not a Van Dijk. Um, maybe t- 10 years ago he was, but not not today. Not anymore, yeah. You can't keep, keep giving him passes. And um, it took me a while to think up of worse <laughs> defenders than all of Chelsea's back line. For fuck's sake. Marcos Alonso, Kurt Zuma, who I understand is coming off horrible injuries, Uh. Aspilicueta, rudiger and rudiger and I know I'm sparing somebody on the right but that whole defense is shambolic is is, is horrible on the counter <laughs> uh, on set pieces on anything they're, they're just horrible all around and I, I know'm being mean but I, I don't I don't I don't know how unless they they sign a ton of excellent defenders how Chelsea's actually going to compete for a title unless they outscore every team and that's not that's just not possible I especially so on the Premier League that. yeah yeah they're, they're just not going to outscore everybody um, so moving on this is this is this this one's going to hurt you this one's going to hurt you a little bit because I, I didn't really see too much of his genius like I did the, the past few years but uh, Bernardo Silva
1: Ah oh, damn! Yeah. <laughs> that one
0: hurts. Yeah, yeah, that one hurts.
1: But but am I right? I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. But, but I didn't. I I don't know if I saw too much of his genius this year. I love that guy so much. I man. know you do. But um, no. But I mean, statistically, he didn't show up. Like statistically, but and it looks like he had problems with Pep. Sometimes he it does it does look it, like it, it looks like he did. And you know what? Like I feel like Pep sometimes has. problems problems with portuguese players like i don't know i don't know if it's because you know oh. spain and portuguese have a long-standing rivalry but but to be fair i think he's still solid and no yeah you know, he's he a shows, genius he shows glimmers of genius but he hasn't actually gotten a full run lately from pep and i feel like that's kind of worrying it's sure.
0: weird because he looks like he's like when, when you see a player that's lost the way you have faith in them but his <laughs> face looks drawn and he, he's lost it so he's always had a little bit of baby fat yeah but I don't know. It's, it's concerning isn't it it is it's he a little looks thin. He,
1: he he does and, and it's you know what's crazy is that he just got a, a girlfriend this year or a, or a wife or whatever She's Instagram anything. model yeah yes yeah, so, you know some some type like that and it's like I don't know if that's played a role in saying you know that the ripest fruit. Yeah, it's just like, hormonally, that might have an issue. But no, I mean, I still love Bernardo Silva, but I will agree, his past two seasons have been way better than it was this season, this yeah. season sorry. And um, yeah, he's he's got to do better. I don't yeah. know if I throw him in the bottler
0: team of the week, or team of the year, sorry, but... From his expectations of yeah. me, um, I, I I always admired his, uh, how do you call it, gumball control.
1: Oh, it's so nice to watch, the bubblegum football. The bubblegum football. Yeah. yeah there, there you go. Yeah. He's so, he's so good, man. But uh, we,
0: we just haven't seen it. We no, haven't no, seen this, it enough. This season hasn't been as apparent as past seasons for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, while we're on the subject of uh, Portuguese players, for his fee and for his performance, I have to throw in Joao Felix. Ooh, that's, that's a good shout. I, I respect that. I, I didn't
1: think about that one until, like, you mentioned it. Um, yeah, I just couldn't. I
0: just can't. Simply, it's he hard to justify his fee. You know, yeah. it's obviously he's a good player. He really is. He shows glimpses it's, of it. It's obvious. It, it hasn't manifested ball. yet. Yeah. Uh, I think we, we we talked about this a few weeks back that I believe that Atlético was not the right team for him. Right. We did. They wanted yeah. him as like a. And I don't know if it was. If it was like um, Real Madrid's Galactico kind of signing, sort of like we're we're establishing ourselves as as a top team that we can afford this kind of player. Yeah. But it's definitely not the right move for them. And for him, his career is going to suffer. I don't see him actually benefiting next season if he stays there. They're, they might have to sell him for relatively cheap the yeah. season after uh, for 2021-22. 20, um, so moving on, um, this one's not that controversial. Um Grant Xhaka, that's that's a good that's a good shout. Obviously, got booed off. He got booed off. By he got Arsenal off. Um, he's just not been popular. I know. For me, in my opinion, the Arsenal's downfall is exactly when he signed, and I know he he inherited uh, Jack Wilshere's and Aaron Ramsey's problems because he's that same type of player. But you know, he's suffering with Arsenal. Um, I know. I know. Arteta kind of has some faith in him but he's he's not that guy that's going to lead uh, Arsenal to to back to their high points. Moving on um I don't know if you, I don't know if I want to consider them in the midfield but I do and they're hmm. two players of the same team and they're two players frozen out. Uh Gareth Bale and and James Wow, Yeah,
1: that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I didn't even
0: think that far yet. Um you know, me being a fan of the team, I, I find it hard for them to to be so good and to be so on the pits of the manager. There has to be something underlying other than mm. They obviously have the talent, but there has to be something underneath for them to to not to not break it to the team. They're they're not playing. They're just not fucking playing, <laughs> and, and it's frustrating because they're so supremely talented. I mean. Remember James in the fucking World Cup, two thousand fourteen, he was scoring goals. Even in two thousand eighteen he was scoring goals. Even at Bayern he scored a few worldies from yeah. time to time. Gareth Bell, was good for a long shot, it Was good to make a play. You yeah, know, he, he was had that straight left footed, but yeah. you know, he has to, he has to be able to play. Um moving on from the team and from now on it's just attackers. Griezmann we talked about this already Griezmann's just not he's just not that guy to to take on Man, Messi's role if, if Messi if he, Messi decides to leave um, Hazard again one goal I'm not I'm not the kind of guy that's going to judge a player off his goals because you know to me stats aren't aren't the most important thing in football but one goal return for someone like Hazard yeah. I feel like he only played one fucking game, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, he did have moments where he would create, you know, instances for Real Madrid, but it's still not good enough. You know, when you're a marquee signing, you got to do better. Yeah, is technically Galactico, and
0: uh, he's not up to par, is he? No, no. Not in my eyes. And that, that's why I included him myself. You know? Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, um... I know this is going to be the most controversial one, but Jamie Vardy is my bottler, <laughs> attacker. I know, I, won, I know he won the Golden Boot in, in the Premier League, but most of those were in the first half <laughs> of the season when they were 15 points ahead at Manchester United. I feel like he could have done more and scored more. And I think he only won uh, the, uh, the Golden Boot off luck because he, he definitely fouled Mustafi. He should have, <laughs> been, he should have been ejected. Yeah, and he yeah. should have been sent off from and that game. And suspended for the next game. Yeah. And suspended for the next game. And I think I believe he scored the next game even. So he scored two goals. Sure did. So, if he didn't get sent off for that off of that luck, you know, he wouldn't be the golden boot winner from the Premier League. And uh, you know, they they had such a huge lead. I have one more player that you know for the money that he was sent for and. He actually wanted to leave his team, but Christian Eriksen. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He's to been, enter, his, his level he, has dropped severely. Yeah, he was he was super underwhelming. But that's just like a bonus player. I, I don't I don't, I never re, really rated him all that high. Um, he was never gonna take Tottenham to the, to the promised land. But yeah, that's it for me. Uh, trainer, I have Setien from Barcelona. That's I mean, a fair shout, yeah. yeah. And um, a bonus shout for bottler of, of the season is VAR. Oh, I'm going to shit on VAR. Yeah. I'm going to shit on VAR. Not consistent, not transparent enough. Uh, it's giving a bad reputation to certain they, clubs, they, too. It's just, it's they've given a bad, yeah, that's exactly it. They've given a bad reputation. I, I, I can't help but shit on them because both of the teams that I support, and I know that makes me sound plastic as shit, but. <laughs> both of the teams that I support had the most fucking penalties. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just not functioning the way it should. So, hopefully next season they can sort that out. And uh, hopefully the VAR is not going to make it bottler of the season next season. But Hopefully end, not, man. That, that's it for me. Anything else? Anything else?
1: No, man. I mean, I think we covered all bases today. I mean, I really enjoyed hearing your, your team of the season and, and yeah. bottlers of the season. Same, same. It's just like. It's crazy, right, like how, how the temperament and the reputation of a player can change over one season, um, you know. It's crazy because next season it's, it's probably going to be a whole different 11, and players that are the shit now might just comp- completely fall off. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's the beauty in the game, and it's been an amazing episode, I have to say, and I don't know we're if you good, have anything man. else to add. No,
0: I, I, we're good. This is, you know, two mics, two guys, and two pints. Two pints as it is. Uh I'm good man. Anything else that we need to anything else that we need to talk about? Anything else you wanna bring up? I think we covered it all, mate. Alright man. Yeah. Well again, bottle number six. We've been doing this for a month and a half. And uh, here's some sounds from Adela Costa. Thanks everybody. Cheers, lads.